Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, as you know, a lot of uh, big political families around Ireland, one of them, of course, is the Reynolds family. Of course, son of uh, Albert Reynolds, former Taoiseach, is Philip Reynolds, associated for years with C&D Foods, and he's been appointed to a new company called Oopod, or Opod, well, I've got to go with Oopod, uh, which is a leading innovator and smart locker service, which has just announced his uh, appointment as their chairman. And the CEO, John Tui, is here with me in studio. Very welcome, John. Good morning. Um, let's talk a little bit about this company because it's sort of a reflection on the modern economy, the way people rent uh, places and so on. It's it's very much uh, feeding into that. Tell us a little bit about the company. You've been involved in parcel locker services and smart locker service before, but this is your latest venture. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, my, my previous business was Parcel Motel, which is very popular. Um, we launched that in 2012 and uh, I sold the company to a multinational in 2017. So this is my second time round, as they call, as they say in the business, I'm a second time founder. And uh, we launched Upod in 2022. Um, we've got locations now, 120 locations around the country. We hope to have a 250 by year end. They're mainly located at Lidl and Tesco stores for convenience. And we've about 20,000 subscribers so far. So these would be people that uh, want to use the parcel locker as the delivery address rather than have their parcels come to their home. Uh, they register online. And then when a courier, all couriers deliver to the parcel locker, we send them a text to say the parcel's there and they come and pick and it why, up. And why would they not want to deliver to their home? Just walk us through. The, in other words, what are the kind of customers that have a need for this? Yeah, I mean, a very it's very popular among, say, uh, people that are in shared accommodation, which is a, you know, is a, a, a massive cohort of people right now. Uh, so they might be in shared accommodation. The people that they're sharing the accommodation with mightn't be, they mightn't know them or they mightn't be friendly with them. They might say, you're not going to steal my book from Amazon. So <laughs> Yeah, well, I suppose when they come home. There is home, security issues sometimes, right? When they come home from work in the evening or whatever, they don't be knocking around to see who has their parcel. So it's very popular amongst those people. And also we have locations in Northern Ireland, uh, somewhere located along the border near, um, near you know, Dundalk and so on, um, that are very popular with people for cross-border shopping as well. Now, in terms of the model of subscriber, is it you pay a fee and you get all the mental deliveries or is it per delivery or how, how do you structure it? You, you can pay as you go. You can uh, just register a payment method and every time a parcel comes, uh, you pay €3.95. Euro or if you're a more frequent uh, shopper, you can uh, sign up for a subscription where you get a discounted price. For example, you can um, have three uses a month for €8.85, euro which is on a subscription basis. And you partner up with the likes, as you said, uh, Lidl and Tesco. Did, is it is it hard to form those partnerships with them, or do they do you just pay them a fee, or put them put them in a, some part of the car park, or how does that all work? Yeah, so so no, it's it's very easy to uh, for Lidl, for operators like Lidl and Tesco to understand this. Um, Lidl would be a big uh, supporter of parcel lockers across Europe, so it brings people into their car park who might it's say, a, "While I'm here, I'll pick up X, Y, and Z." Absolutely, I mean it's it's kind of proven um, that. Uh, you know, from research that about 60% of the time somebody goes to pick up or drop off a parcel at one of our lockers, um, they'll also go in the store to make a purchase. So it's a footfall driver, as they say, in the retail trade. So, um, and uh, these locations are very popular with customers as well because of their proximity to residential areas and ease of access from uh, parking and everything um, now, you've got a new recruit, as I said in the introduction, the uh, son of former Taoiseach Albert Reynolds, Philip. A lot of people listening in will know him from uh, C&D Foods, C&D Pet Foods, of course. Had that devastating fire years ago, which right. uh, was in the news. 96, the I think it was. Yeah. Um, or 2006. So, so what did you see in Philip, or what's he going to add to the business as far as you're concerned? So, so Philip, uh, we, we did a funding round in uh, just towards the end of last year, and uh, Philip uh, led a consortium of investors that came into the business and also uh, took 
uh, took up the role of chairmanship. And obviously, uh, he's he'll always be the son of Albert, but he's also the man that brought C&D from being a 15 million euro a year turnover business to a pan-European 500 million euro a year business uh, by the time he uh, exited there in recent years. So we've also got uh, a new board, so it's chaired by Philip. Um, one of our other investors is Temvar, which is the investment arm of the Carton family. So we've got Johnny Cosgrove, a very experienced businessman, also on the board. Uh, BVP, an investment fund they invested as well, and Stephen Burdock from BVP also joined the board. So I've got a whole new board of really experienced people, which is fantastic, and uh, chaired by Philip, which is phenomenal because he's uh, experienced scaling a business across Europe, which is our ambition. I was about to ask you the ambition. Like obviously, it's a reasonably asset light business. I'm not trying to. You, you stick a box in the corner of a car park. I'm sure it's a lot more than a box, and it's high tech and all that. But you're not carrying a lot of sort of um, expensive physical uh, fixed assets in the business. So. That's probably the beauty of it, is it? Well, funny enough, uh, you know, when we were making our pitch to, to investment funds, uh, the first thing that would say is that this is a capital intensive business. So it's interesting that, um, that, you know, some would see it that way. But yeah, the parcel lockers themselves are capital, is capital equipment. But How much would one of them cost, roughly? I mean, you're talking about if we, put, you know, if you see one at a Lidl store at Tesco, you're talking about that being about a twenty-five thousand euro investment. Yeah, yeah so I'd be probably doing a disservice calling it just a box. You know, <laughs> yeah, there's but obviously a, it's security, a lot of electronics, yeah, on, board. Lot of electronics yeah. on board as well. So ambition for the business is it just build it out in Ireland? You know, more stores, more car parks, do deals with Super Value or other retailers that you haven't filled in yet. Or is it actually go overseas? Or what, what, what's the plan? Well, there's a there's a huge trend in Europe now towards uh, parcel lockers and out of home pick up and drop off points. I mean, a recent survey by survey by GeoPost, who are the ultimate owners of DPD here in Ireland, uh, said that uh, 20, 23% of uh, con- uh, online shoppers now in Europe are picking up or dropping off from a, a point like a parcel locker outside of their home. So there's, there's a massive trend in this area in Ireland will track in that direction. So our plan is to build out in Ireland, on Northern Ireland, uh, then make an entry to the UK and uh, then look further afield after that, possibly to main European markets. And is it as established in Europe or, or is it something that we're more UK, Ireland? Or like, in other words, are they at a further back in their growth stage? Um, no, in Europe, it's, it's a well-established trend. I mean, most if you travel around Europe, France, Spain, whatever, you'll, that's most Lidl stores. You'll see a parcel locker, a smart locker of some sort outside the door. So uh, it's a really growing trend. And then in some European countries, for example, in the Baltic countries like Estonia, more than 90% of all items ordered online are collected from a parcel locker. So it's a growing trend in Europe. Um, uh, has been, you know, when we started Paris Motel in Ireland, we had 500,000 uh, plus uh, subscribers here. So... As long as online commerce keeps growing, you effectively which keep is, going. Which right? is You're happening. Sort of, uh, and it's also a great way. back in on that industry, right? So Absolutely. if that expands, you'll, you'll expand. And the second-hand market, uh, the market for second-hand uh, apparel in particular, where people are exchanging and swapping items, is the fastest-growing area of e-commerce in Europe at the moment. It's expected to grow to a market size of about €30 billion Euro by 2027. So uh, the... the Growth in second-hand apparel is actually faster than the e-commerce growth of new apparel at the moment. Okay, that's, so that's a whole new stream. Listen, I'll let you uh, leave you alone for now. John Tui is, of course, from Upod. Good luck with the business and good Thanks luck so working with Philip and we'll see how you get on. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.